0: Hello, my name's Austin Campbell, and welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. Please enjoy. Hello, and good evening, good afternoon, good morning to all the noodlers out there, at whichever point you may be listening to this. Um... And I'm bringing you another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast, the ultimate stream of consciousness. The date is August 13th right now, 9.20pm. I think I'm going to start date and time logging these that way um, when the world goes to absolute manure Um, and for somehow my podcast is one of the only things people can listen to. They can get a date and a time for, you know, how the world, what, what was going on in the world at the moment. Um... I'm back. the The rooster is back in the is back on Wisteria Lane, back on Wisteria Lane, and I know my neighbors were. I know the neighbors were wondering where we were. <laughs> they were wondering about me, weren't they, Riley? Yeah, they had to be. Yeah, I mean, there's just no other option, you know. And I know that whenever we got home the other night, I I saw some lights turn on and some curtains peek open as soon as we were unloading the car. I absolutely knew it but i just i I wasn't gonna look around and like you know i thought about turning around and giving them the finger gun you know you know but i gotta i don't want to play it play my i gotta play my cards right you know gotta play my cards right currently um so yeah the rooster's back from vacation and the beach was uh, a lot of fun and the rooster's got himself a bit of a bronze going on now doesn't he so if you see me out on the out on the farm streets you see the rooster with a sport and a nice bronze you know just you know admire it because it won't last for long because why because i work indoors now and i used to move furniture and uh i'd be outside a lot that i I kept a pretty nice tan i can't lie to you on that i kept a pretty nice tan but you know that's just how life is right now and that's okay I have a woman, I have a, a woman that loves me, and she'll love me even if I'm not tan. I hope. No comment, okay. Um, so let's talk about it, right? So Obama's chef, Obama's chef got, he, at Martha's Vineyard, where all the high thread count, where all the high thread, where all the high thread count guns go to vacation where all the high-thread count cunts go to vacation. Um, so he was there. Sorry, I can't say that word because I don't need Riley hearing me because she gets on to me when I say the word cunt. But it's my podcast. I'll say cunt if I want to. Um, so they were at Martha's Vineyard, and uh, the, apparently the guy's a great swimmer. I saw, I saw some videos of him doing some laps with some flippers on, and uh, he seems to be a great swimmer. And I don't think the lake. I believe it's a lake. I don't know. It's an ocean, maybe. Let me pull up a map. I don't think that um, there's like a strong current. Martha's Vineyard map. Um, okay, let's see Martha's Vineyard. Oh, it's a, that's how. Oh, so you got a. Oh, it's off of, like, it's off of Massachusetts. Oh, so you can only get there. You can only get there by a boat or by plane. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So they were out in the ocean, I take it. You could just look up the story, Austin. Oh, well, yeah, because there's some lakes on there, isn't there? Well, either, okay, you know what? Obama's oh, chef dying. Let's just pull it up. Chef found in pond. A personal terrified Tafari Campbell. Oh, they got one of the Campbells. Oh no, that's my that's my boy. That's my brother. I'm related to him. A personal chef to the Obama family drowned while paddleboarding in Martha's Vineyard. Police confirmed on Monday the body of Tafari Campbell, 45, of Dumfries, Virginia was uncovered um, after a two-day search. A two-day search in the Edgerton Great Pond near a home owned by the Obamas. Okay, so he was in a pond. So let me tell you something. Have you ever set foot in a pond? Okay, well, kids, if you ever set foot in a pond, the chances are that you weren't about to lose your footing, right? Because there's no current in a pond. And maybe there is, but I think of a pond. I don't think of anything really big. But it says it's a great pond, you know. So I mean, when people, when people put the word "great" in front of something, when I mean, that usually means it's pretty big, right? Like, oh, how was your date? Oh, how was your date with um Francis last night? Oh, it was great. Really? Why was it great? Oh, because he had a great penis. That's why it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so when people oh why did you guys have sex no I just saw it bulging out of his pants so it was great um, so anyways uh, yeah so it obviously was a great pond so I'm sure it was really big but we all know that Tafari just knew too much right we, we all know it and I mean that's just all there is to it you know the guy could swim you know, was he out there kayaking around with the Obamas? Probably not, but he was probably out there with someone. okay, here's it either He was out there kayak the Obamas sent someone to be like, "Oh, hey, you should go take Tafari out on a on a kayaking you know on a kayaking trip um, or oh, a paddleboard paddleboarding. Is that Riley? Is paddleboarding where you stand up, or is paddleboarding the the one, the little bitch-ass one where you like do it with the feet, like you're doing a, a a water bike? No, no, not the not the things, not the this, the this. Okay, well, I think paddleboarding's the one where you stand up, and if that's the case, why are you paddleboarding in a pond? Hold on, I'm just not prepared. Give me a second when am i ever prepared paddle boarding oh no you can sit down and do it okay but you can't it's the one that you can stand up on okay so anyway so he's out there you know kayaking or as modern people would call it paddle boarding and um... you know someone you know is like oh you should take him out on a paddleboarding trip and they were like, Oh, wink wink, that's a great idea because we don't want him to blow our cover because he's pissed off because you sent his duck back. That he worked really hard to cook that duck, mister Obama. Oh, well yes I did, but you know, I'm a statesman, and a statesman can't eat raw duck. Well, I don't know if it was raw duck. I think you just had too much Chardonnay and you were being a jackass. Ho <laughs> ho you shut your face before we go kayaking too. Ah, oh, yes, yes, Mr. O'Boy. Well. So the one person <laughs> you uh I like it. I like it. The beautiful Riley, everyone, in the in the background. Um so either A they went he went paddleboarding with someone and they gave him the old the old one two to the head, the old kick to the head, or the old Maybe they brought up one of the, they heard Martha's Vineyard, which, well, not a wine place, strangely enough, even though it's called Martha's Vineyard, it's not a vineyard for wines. So I don't know, they probably had some big blunt object that they whacked him in the head with, Um, or if they didn't do that, then they had, they paid someone like a Scuba Steve of some sorts to, um, to, uh, to, you know, just be patrolling underwater and wait till he comes swimming around and as soon as he realizes what those bubbles are that those are air bubbles and that there's a person scuba diving in a pond um, then before it's too late then all of a sudden he's pushed over and he gets a syringe shoved in his neck and then he, he just dies so yeah that's probably what happened to the uh, to the Obamas or to Tafari Campbell, shout out to him. Also, if anyone can get me in touch with Barack Obama, I'd like to take a kayaking lesson. Mm. You know, maybe that's where, maybe that's where you'll see me at one day. You'll see me just, you know, just being a rooster and such, just out on, out on the great pond. And uh, Barack Obama is behind me, just you know, holding me by my thighs. Right or maybe you just let me stretch my legs out and I'm just, just sitting there with one leg straight the other one like with my foot by my knee you know in that little pose with my palms my hand um back like I don't know maybe like back like um 8 inches from my from my butt you know and I'm just sitting there looking up in the air just ah shaking my head hey that's where I'll be one day um the Cardinals are absolute trash. I don't know if you guys know that, but they are. Um, Cardinals, I mean, they're just absolute garbage. And we know nothing's going to happen about it. We know nothing's going to be done about it because the trade, trade deadline's already passed. And what happened? Oh, we traded off some pieces. And what did we get? We got a whole bunch of prospects. We got a whole bunch of prospects. Now, you can have a couple prospects, but when you have too many prospects, that's when it starts like you know, getting weird. Like you know, you can be you know a multimillionaire, right? And your wife could be aging out, you know, but you still have a lot of money, so you want something young and new. So you can have a couple prospects. You know, you gotta wait. You know, yes, they're just there's prospects, but when you get too many of them and you start hanging out at like you know, at a Rue Twenty One. That's when it gets kind of weird. So that's what the Cardinals... The Cardinals are essentially just hanging out in Route 21, looking for some... just racking in all the prospects they can get, offering $50 free gift cards outside the Route 21. Um, so what I thought... But, you know, so the Cardinals are not... The none's going to change because no one's going to stop buying tickets. And people are not going to stop buying tickets because... What else is there to do in St. Louis, right? I mean, I love St. Louis. I'm a city boy, but there's really nothing else going on in St. Louis, you know, when it comes to, like, baseball season, right? So, of course, people are going to go to the games, and, of course, the games are going to be getting sold out. Um, But if you go MLB, the lowest attendance, um, let's see. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, the lowest average lowest average um attendance is Oakland. They average about 10,000 people per game. 10,000 people. Wait, what is this oh home road overall? Whoopsie daisies. 18,000 home and away. But that away is being generous, isn't it? So at home, we'll just stick with that. At home, 10,000 people average. No, that's not good. But let's see. In Oakland, what else is going on? You got the Golden State Warriors. The basketball's not going on. But, I mean, people, Oakland, from what I hear, is a shithole. Right? I don't know this for a fact, but that's just what I hear. So I mean you you've got plenty of you know there's just too many gangs to join. If you're in Oakland, why are you at a baseball game when you could be joining the West Side Lokes? You know what I'm saying? So Oakland, okay, we've got figured that one out. Miami, oh, there's so many things to do in Miami. Why would you go watch a Marlins game? They average thirteen thousand per home game. And like I said, Miami, there's just too much to do. Why would you go to a Marlins game when they don't, you know, they don't really care about, you know, the team either, right? I mean, have you ever been to Miami? So many Cubans. I don't know if I can do a Cuban accent, but, um, hey, hey, bro, hey, would you like to come smoke a cigar, bro? How about eat some, eat some food? Okay, next one. Kansas City, um, sixteen thousand. There's a lot to do in Kansas City. There's not really a lot to do, but why would you go want to go watch the Royals? Tampa Bay is always the one that surprises me. They average eighteen thousand people, but they're they they're good. But I mean, I guess people in Tampa. That's where you know Bird Crier likes to party in Tampa. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's. I don't know. My point is, people, is that it's not going to change until you stop going to the games. And the Cardinals are number three out of 30 with an average of 41,000 per home game. Dodgers at one, 48,000. Yankees at two with forty-one four forty-one 41,500. Oh. So, yeah, nothing's going to change. Um... I was thinking the other day, um, I think I talked about this a little last week, but when I, or not the other week, I don't know when it was, but there's things that people say, right, when you know it's going to be bad news. Like in the situation that I was talking about was, uh, can I have a word with you? Um, The other thing is, I'm going to stop you right there. Right, it never turns out good. Whenever uh, you know, you'll be talking about something. Yes, this, that, the sky was blue and the grass was green. Actually, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. You fucked my wife. You remember that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or you know, um, what's the other one? Uh, oh, I just can I have a word with you? I'm going to stop. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. I had another one. Send in yours to Chicken Noodle Podcast at Gmail dot We Actually, I'm all over the place, but hey, I'm just trying to get through this. You try filling up time every week. Um, We actually have two emails. I'm sorry to this person. I did not get to your email last week or the week before. Um, 50 Cat Legends, Connor. Um, This person says... Oh, this is Alan, the youngest noodler, the youngest fan of the podcast. Shout out to Alan, Alan Connor, everybody, Jeremy Connor, comedian, his son, who actually I some, his aunt bought a shirt for me and gave it to Alan um, as him for a birthday present. So that was uh, that was nice, um, and he seemed really happy. He seemed ecstatic. I saw a picture, and I said, "Yes, I love that." We are just forming the minds of the youth. Hi, I'm Alan, Jeremy's son. Thoughts on remarks of movies and shows. Actually, okay, the beautiful Riley. Hold on, the beautiful Riley. And I were um, watching Big Brother. Now, I'm a survivor guy, right? Because survivor is like, you know, real deal. Like, we're out there, you know. Like, we're out there. We ain't showering. We ain't, you know, you gotta find things to scrub your teeth with, right? We all smell when we fart, you know. People start to throw up. Okay. That's survivor. Okay. And we're at your throat. Okay. So I've never watched Big Brother since I've started, you know, since now I'm li- Riley and I are living in each other's worlds. I started to watch Big Brother. And Big Brother is real deal, you know, like, hey, like, you know, we're at your throat, right? But it's like, hey, you know, for a punishment, you might have to take a cold shower or, you know, Like, Survivor, you're not really guaranteed food. You have to find your own. But, you know, you're like, oh, you might get put on the slop list, right? Or, you know, if someone farts, go get a can of Febreze that's under the sink, right? If you blow up the bathroom, light a candle, right? That's big brother, okay? So we're watching that. And Survivor is one elimination per episode, which the new season coming out, 90-minute episodes. I don't know if I like that or not, but it is what it is. The second, the Big Brother is like, you know, this happens, one episode, they decide this, and the next one, they decide this, and the third one, then they eliminate. So, I don't know, it's kind of different, um, but I would definitely recommend both of those shows. But now, the thing that happened, actually, Riley and I were watching the third episode. Um, The guy on Big Brother, he got eliminated, right, he got they kept advertising someone's gonna get removed from the game for violating the code of conduct. And I'm like, what in the world? You know, what did they say? So we're sitting there watching it, right? And this guy, Luke Petey, I don't know what his name is. I don't know what Luke, yeah. So he's sitting there with um with three white gentlemen around a table, and then there's a black gentleman, Suri, Sari Fields from Survivor. She's on the season of Big Brother, and her son, uh, Jarrett, is on the season. So, Jarrett, a black gentleman, laying in the bed. Jared, Jared Sorry, I work with a Jarrett. And I do that. I say, hey, Jarrett. Because I work with a Jarrett. No. Oh, get off my case, woman. Sorry, I love you. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was not. Um. Uh. So, Jared. <laughs> so Jared is uh, he's sitting there laying on the bed, and this Luke guy comes up to the white gentleman around the table and is like, you know, they're talking about something, something, and one of the white people comes up to Luke and he's like, oh, you know, poking at him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he said, but then he then Luke says, oh, you need to go to bed n-word I don't believe he used a hard R not that that matters but he said that's what he said okay and the, the, the white guys were like oh you know because they're around a black guy and they don't know they don't want to be you know considered a member they don't want to be considered uh, you know like a person that puts a bed sheet on at night and goes out to a burning cross you know so they didn't know what to do So they just remained stonewalled. One guy just left, didn't even say anything, and just walked out. I mean, he just couldn't collect his bearings. As soon as that white guy said the N-word, his bearings just fell to the floor and they scattered about. And he, rather than recollecting them and putting them together, he just walked out. Like, he didn't know what life was. And he was scared that he was about to get canceled and he's not even famous, right? So one guy just left, okay, and then the other guy. One guy's just sitting there shaking his head, and then the other guy, this that decides to you know, I guess say something. He's like, "Whoa, whoa!" That's what he said. "Whoa," right? And what was that? You know? And he's like, "Huh oh," and then he realizes that you know what he did, and he's like, "Oh whoa," he's like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't, you know." starts tripping over his words and the white guys are like yeah no that's not cool and they they're going to like they're pissed off and they leave right and then the white guy go the guy that said it goes up to Jared the black gentleman and he was like yeah um I don't know what those guys are so mad about I mean you didn't even get that mad about it right and Jared's kind of like oh yeah you know I mean I you know I've been in a lot worse situations than that you know and the guy's like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're just crazy. I mean, you know, they're acting like you should have been, I should have been on the ground, and you should have been standing over the top of me. You know, I mean, why are they acting like that? You know, he's like, I don't know, man. And so, anyway, so they just they just booted him. They kicked him from the game because he dropped the N-word. And uh, I understand that, you know, I understand that. Me shouldn't have said it. You know how these shows are nowadays, right? You know how these shows are nowadays. They don't let racist stuff on the television. And back in my day in 1842, when we watched television, we liked to call black people coloreds and they called us honkies in 1842, okay? Now, I'm just saying, that's what was life like. Alright, so you know you're going to have those people watching the television, okay? And you know that's going to be their thought process. And it's like, dude, you never lived in 1842. You can't say that, right? So he shouldn't have said it, you know now I think that he handled it all wrong as soon as he said it, he should have went to Jared and been like, you know I can't believe I just said that you know I you know I wouldn't, didn't mean to offend you you know I mean that's that's really a moment especially because you're on Big Brother live live. People could be watching it live, like your testicles, prop they either, they either the seams of them split open and they hit the ground, or they just shoot up into your esophagus, right, and I just, I don't know how you, that guy, the way he handled it was incorrect, I think you apologize to Jared, and um, I don't know, I don't think there's a way they don't kick you off the game. That's what I was trying to figure out. How could he have gone about that to stay on the game, right? That's where you're going with this. I was well, I, w- I was I was trying to figure out where was he. There, was there yeah, was there a way he could have stayed in the game? I don't know. I think his I think his reaction to his own comment, like because he, he was he didn't really he was care. Like, he was not apologetic. Right in any way, shape, or form. I don't even know if he said I'm sorry. I don't even, yeah, I don't think he even. I don't mean, wrong with what he said. No. He just
1: was kind
0: of like, huh. Yeah. Like, you know, uncomfortable, but not, not sincere. Yeah. So. so it's, 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 it is what it is, you know. But then, so, so if you take just how much time's changed, let's see. That is 2023. Now, if you go watch old seasons of Big Brother or Survivor, you'll notice some different, um, the be like the world was different, right? On season eight of Big Brother. Different standards. Season eight of Big Brother, um, time timeline. Season eight of Big, Brother. okay, sorry. When was season? 8 of big brother recorded July okay 2007 7 7 10, so 13 so 10 would be 773 t- so 14 years ago no it'd be t- Two thousand seven plus ten would be two thousand seventeen. Plus three would be twenty. Would be twenty. I don't know. Four. Whatever. Fifteen years ago. Okay. You know what? Seven is twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So seven minus three is four. Sixteen years ago. Minus two thousand. Sixteen years ago. You said fourteen at first, didn't you? Yeah, but then I said sixteen twice. Oh. Okay. No, no, okay. No. Yeah. Well, okay <laughs> so my point is that then we're watching the season eight and there's this gay guy on there and there there's this you know he's like you know in his 20s and then there's a mom on there who's like a mother of three in her 40s you know and and they cut to her after this gay guy is just being gay you know being flamboyant you know he's not one of them stonewall gays Not one of those gays that'll, you know, like, you know, punch you in the face and then, you know, then, you know, be like, yeah, I'm gay. I don't care. All right. He's more like a he'll slap you on the face then spit on you and tell you, you know what I'm saying? Um, So he's being flamboyant, which is great. I love it. And this they cut to the mom and she says, Yes, if one of my child if one of my sons was to come up to me and tell me they chose a gay lifestyle, I would just be so heartbroken. And it's like, Oh, you can't say that nowadays, you know? Couldn't know seven. Could no seven. You could know yes. seven. And then there's the black girl on season eight where they're their first everyone's meeting everyone and she's like they interview her. And, I mean, there was, I don't know how many white people to black people. I mean, there was definitely a lot more white people on the show. But she comes on and she's like, I, I was, I ain't never been around. I ain't used to being around so many white people before. I'm out of my element. And it's like, why, like, I don't know if you could say, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's just different, you know. You could say it in 07. I watched an old series, season of Survivor and they're like, uh with the, oh yeah, there was a gay guy on there and, you know, duh, some girl comes out, are you a gay? And he's like, yes. And she's like, oh wow, I ain't never met one before. I mean, actually, I take that back. I do think I met one at the bar back, back in 1982. I think I met one at a bar. Huh, that's funny, isn't it? And he's like, I guess. You know. So it's just weird stuff that you could do back in 07. <laughs> There's... <laughs> What could you do back in 07? Write in your emails. Chicken Noodle Podcast. What? A backflow. A backflow. Oh. Back, Riley, the back handspring. Send in your, uh, let's see, 2007. I was 12. Five, six, seven. I was 12. I could, um, I don't know. Back in 07, I was 12. In 2000, oh, I know what I could have done I could've fucked your bitch in O seven. <laughs> That's what I could have done in O seven. What could you have done in O seven? Write in chicken noodle podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> but here's the last thing I wanted to talk about, and that is and that is Oliver Anthony. What? Clean it up. Clean it up. I know I'm wrapping it up. Um up. Riley. This is not a family friend. It's never. Listen, this is a stream of consciousness. That's what this podcast is, and if people don't do not have to listen to it, they don't. I do this for me, and I do this in hoping that I make someone laugh. But I mostly do it for me, right? And that's what's the beauty of it is that it's just you know I don't have to conform to anyone, but I try and respect when you are here, and I don't. Listen, I have toned down some things. This has been a toned down podcast. Well, that last comment was it. <laughs> But that was humor. It was comedy. It was great. It was good. I guarantee you six seventy percent of the people got a chuckle out of that. And if not, maybe no one did. But hey, I did it for me. And I got a laugh. So anyways, last thing I want to talk about was Oliver Anthony. He has a song, Richmond, Richmond, North of Richmond. I know it's blowing up. People already know about it. But it's great. You should listen to it. Go support that guy. Um I mean he just talks about some really good st- I I just he's he's great and I hope that he can be a voice for you know voice for the you know some of the broken some of the fallen like I just saw a clip of Jelly Roll did a show at a at a county jail or he went and stopped by and did a show but he went and, to the people in the Heart Program of Virginia which is helping addicts recover program something like that And uh, they made a video asking him to come stop by there while he's out on tour, so he did. And um, you could just see in all their faces, like some of them were crying, and he was just doing some songs. He was singing with them, you know? And uh, it was just really cool. So, you know, the more people like Jelly Roll and Oliver Anthony that come around, the better. Um, You know, so support local people. um, Fuck big business, um, because, you know, they're just taking over. Our dollar ain't worth shit. Things, have still go- things still keep going up, and until we get someone that's not bought and owned, then we're screwed. And on that note, it's been a good podcast. My name's Austin Campbell. Buy a t-shirt from me, or don't. They're $20 a whack. Um, open mic nights every Tuesday night, Papa Mojo's in Cape Girardeau. I've got a show coming up in November. Um, nothing said until then. I'm still, I'm still working on it. You know, you're taking this journey with me, aren't you? You know? Um, so, um, underrated. Underrated for the week. Taking a break from listening to your podcasts all week. Then when you go back to work that next week, you have a lot of them backlogged. Try that out for size. Um, so... My name's Austin Campbell. Riley, do you have any closing words for the people? I love you. I love you too, baby. And uh, just remember, if you go to Martha's Vineyard, wear a life jacket. You can't...